Good morning, I'm sitting here with Dr. Shlomo Raz at UCLA Medical Center. Um, we're gonna talk about some thoughts that he has on uh, teaching and patient care and his reflections on his past and the future. So Dr. Raz, tell me what inspires you to teach? I think it was a passion for me from the beginning. I think that uh, for me it was not enough only to do surgery. Teaching was very important. For the teacher is also improving your qualifications and your qualities. Be a better surgeon because you are teaching others to grow and to develop. It makes you a better surgeon by being more creative and more insight in what you do is not a routine rather you do it and you want to transfer it to others as well and how many fellows have and residents and colleagues have you transferred we have to? 73 fellows done so we graduated this year 73 that's a lot 43 years uh, i'm here at ucla so we're graduating this year number 73. That's wonderful. What do you feel like you've taught them about taking care of patients and compassion? I think is a, for me the most important that I teach the fellows is to treat your patients like a member of your own family. Care about them. That's the important part, to be dedicated to them and to listen, a good listener and to pay attention to this relationship that uh, you take a big responsibility and you will be treat be as a patient you would like to be treated well mm. with not only compassion attention talk with the family and make them feel good mm. oh thank you you were one of the founders of the specialty of female pelvic medicine and reconstructive surgery. What has that meant to you to establish this, this field? Yeah, look, through all these years, I want to tell you something historically. I was at the beginning in a meeting of the AUA leadership. We're discussing the future of urology and the president of the AUA and many of the board members said urology should not do vaginal surgery only if there is a problem to the abdomen repair it but vaginal surgery is not for urology i didn't listen mm. i continued to do and i my position was we are good pelvic reconstructing doctors we should do vaginal reconstruction rectocell cystocell hysterectomy and to all the fistula and all the vaginal repair as well. So I somehow departed from the leadership on that and continue my path. And I think it was important for our field to be good in pelvic reconstruction. It's a growing field, tremendous necessity. And with the creation of the fellowships, officially ABOG, in SUFO, we have now an official subspecialty that took a long time to appear. So I think that uh, if you see the beginnings, I think that I 
happy that we are where we are. And there's so much to discover, so much to improve. We have to learn more and create, be more creative, do more research, and to advance the field. What would you like to tell the next generation about innovation? I think that when you do surgery, particularly if you academically oriented, your aim is to discover. Discover new ways, better ways, better outcomes. We have many challenges that are unsolved. Mm. Some surgeries work, appendectomy, and you're done. Mm -hmm. What we do in reconstruction with tissues that are damaged from deliveries, aging, incontinence, we don't cure the disease, we improve. So all this means that uh, there's so much to do, to discover, to make better for the field, for the quality of the life of the patients. So I think that's important to continue this process of discovery in better ways, different ways. We know you, Dr. Raz, as a surgeon, as a teacher and an innovator, but who, who are you? Who, what do you love to do outside of these things? First of all, I want to tell you my, I am a rare specimen. <laughs> Born in Uruguay from a family of persecution and pogroms from Lithuania. Then emigrated to Israel for 10 years and then to the United States the last 40 plus years. In medical school, all the books were in French. So I am a mixture of Spanish, French, Hebrew, English, and that also tells you important in the hardships of adjustment mm. to a new life. I like to give an example of a tree that you planted, giving flowers and giving fruits. Suddenly you take it out and you transplant it to another place. So the leaves are falling, the fruit is not growing, they start to grow again and you boom, transplant mm. it another time. No more moves to me now, but it's hard particularly when you come for, from sort of cultural uh, background. Hard to adjust to the United States. And, but I think that uh, besides surgery and teaching that are my passion, I like to travel, to be with the family, with the grandchildren. Now I'm eight grandchildren. <laughs> so. There is a lot of things that you enjoy. At this time, I would say my main effort is to make the fellows better thinkers and better doers. What are you reading these days? What do you enjoy reading about? I am enjoying about learning about the world, learning about different cultures that we have visited, some of them we need to visit but uh, learn how people live from different places around the world. So the human part, the suffer, the struggle, 
where are the problems that are really we face to provide better quality of life for others. So my interest, if you define it, what I'm interested to read is about the world and social issues and people and societies, interaction. And that's my main goal. Dr. Ross, can you share your vision, your hope, or maybe something about the next journey in your life? I think that I would like somebody to do urethral regeneration mm -hmm. so we will not do any more surgeries for incontinence. We are kinking, lifting, elevating, but we are not curing the disease. So the big challenge for the next generation will be urethral regeneration, so we don't do any more surgeries. And hopefully somebody will come with a good, effective way. Because we are not curing with all the slings, temporarily. The same, the challenge is repair of prolapse, quality of the, of the tissues, and what can we do to improve, to prevent, and how we can do maybe some ways to do better surgeries. And because quality of the tissue can be rebuilt differently or prepared different or grow in the lab so you can regenerate your own tissue to repair all the complex things. Do you think we're still improving the lives of women with pelvic floor problems? Oh, yeah, we are improving. But you have a problem of progression of many of the conditions with years. What is good today may not be good in 20 years. We don't offer permanent cure, improvement, and you think stress we incontinence. If there is regeneration, will be hopefully a cure for prolapse and new tissues that we can insert biological materials that are durable and accepted by the body of the patient. So that's a, a future. But uh, we are chasing a condition that is progressive degeneration and aging of the tissues and it's hard to treat. Maybe we need to adjust our expectations when we counsel yes. patients. Yeah, the patient need to know that is all the surgery that we do is not going to be forever. That uh, prolapse may progress or change with time, and incontinence may recur as we age. There is a progression of lack of muscle and atrophy of the disappearance of the elastic tissue. So it's a long process of tissue atrophy that we face. But I think the field is still full of uh, uh, work to be done. Mm -hmm. Pharmacological treatments, overactive bladder, neurological disease, improving nerve stimulation, improving treatment for overactive bladder, less invasive, learn about pharmacology and neurology of the bladder, Tissue regeneration would be for me the number one aspect that we need to search.
I think that uh, for me personally was a very long journey. Mm -hmm. I'm very proud what we have done. And what I wanted to transfer to the fellows and to everyone else that worked with me is to transfer this curiosity, mm. to discover, to be better. Better, not you as a person only, a better surgeon caring about your patient. And also, this transfer, the discovery process that we need to all the time search for better ways. So it was a long journey. Very soon we'll retire and, uh, and be observing what happened in the near future. Thank you, Dr. Oz. Okay.